Hi there. Welcome to episode 18 of Never on the Backfoot podcast. This is me Neha Shetty and I'm so glad to have you all listening in. The plan for this episode is mainly to give you listeners a roundup of the recently concluded Women's T20 Challenge. The intention is to provide a recap of the matches, best batting performances, bowling performances, special mentions and the need for a full-fledged women's IPL and other takeaways. Let's get underway and hopefully the episode should give you a good summary and some understanding of this small but very dynamic women's T20 challenge. Let's get started with the matches that the week witnessed. 4th November saw Supernovas take on Velocity where Supernovas batted first and put up 126 on the board. Velocity was propelled by a brilliant effort in their batting which will be spoken about a little later and they sealed the match by 5 wickets. 5th November's match was Velocity taking on Trailblazers that was a low scoring encounter and also witnessed a major batting collapse for the Mithali Raj led Velocity who seemed listless compared to the might of them playing their previous encounter and they folded for 47. Trailblazers continued their dominance sealing the match by 9 wickets. 7th November's match was a crucial one for all the teams especially Supernovas as if they won it it would guarantee a spot in the finals and a loss meant Velocity would edge them out. Trailblazers also needed to win to solidify their place. Trailblazers were on a good track chasing 147 and qualified midway in the match owing to a dominant NRR but they faltered losing by 2 runs and was a still match nevertheless but velocity was now completely out of the equation the finals on 9th november was the summit clash that saw trailblazers and supernovas lock horns trailblazers batted first and were on course for a big one but with the persistent loss of wickets could only manage to put up 118 on the board supernovas also seemed very lost in the chase and hardly showed any intent as they lost wickets in a flurry further losing the match by 16 runs trail blazers for their brilliant finals win were the winners and really proved what a dominant outfit they are the next section will focus on exceptional batting performances in the course of this women's t20 challenge atar patu's 44 of 39 in the first match versus velocity was a class batting effort and harmanpreet kaur for a 31 in this match set the tone but was not enough Sushma Verma's 34 of 33 and Sunil Lusus's 37 of 21 was another brilliant set of batting performances that actually sealed the deal for Velocity. Deandra Totten's 29 in the low scoring affair versus Velocity was a good performance that got them across the line and even after her wicket fell Trail Blazers were in a comfortable position to seal the match and did so. Attapattu once again started with the bat scoring a sublime 67 of 48 laced with 5 and 4 sixes that helped Supernovas post 146 on the board but Deepthi Sharma's 43 and Harleen Diol's fighting 27 were bright spots but they still lost the match by 2 runs which was disappointing Smriti Mandana's 68 of 49 was another fighting knock from the skipper of the Trail Blazers and helped put up a competitive 118 that won her team the finals. Let's now divert our attention to the top bowling performances. Ekta Bisht's 3 for 22, Jahanara Alam's 2 for 27, Kasper X 2 for 23 and 
Ayobonga Khakas 2 for 27 in the Superloas versus Velocity match were outstanding bowling performances. Sophie Ecclestone's 4 for 9 was a magical spell that really changed things for Trailblazers and restricted velocity, and she was complemented well by Julan Goswami's 2 for 13 and Gayakwad's 2 for 13. Julan Goswami once again features in the list for her 1 for 17. Radha Yadav's 2 for 30 and Shakira Selman's 2 for 31 were some of the other good bowling performances in the Supernovas vs Trailblazers match. Radha Yadav's 5 for 16 in the finals was a magnificent spell, but Salma Khatun's 3 for 18 has to be another spectacular bowling effort, and that completes my list. Chantham, the lone player from Thailand, grabbed headlines and a special mention thanks to her stunning fielding effort in the final of the Women's T20 Challenge. The Thailand star is one of the most sought-after T20 international batters in women's cricket, but could hardly get a chance to showcase her talent. Now, playing for Trailblazers, she did not get a chance to bat in the first two games, but in the final, she came out to bat with just one ball remaining and was run out for a duck. But the failure with the bat was soon forgotten, as she came up with a stunning piece of feeling to save a certain four from the bat of Jemima Rodriguez. Chasing an outside edge of Rodriguez's bat in the second over, Chantam gave it her all to prevent the ball from crossing the boundary line. She was standing at short third man and chased the ball till the very end, making a full-fledged dive to stop the ball from touching the boundary rope. Later in the game, she produced another sharp catch to dismiss Rodriguez. I'd now like to dwell on some key takeaways. First up, the case for rest days. In a four-match competition of considerable repute, having a team to play twice within less than 24 hours is extremely unfair. Worse yet, cramming an afternoon game after a night match within that same window puts the side at a disadvantage even before the battle between the bat and the ball begins. Mithali Raj's velocity had this, where they had to play matches on consecutive days last season too, but a night game following an afternoon fixture meant they had relatively more time to recover and review their plan than fixtures allowed this year. Throw into the equation the intensity that the, this format demands, the UAE heat and the two-way travel between Dubai, where the squads had been staying and Sharjah, the venue of the competition, velocities below par 47 all-out batting first against trailblazers actually calls for a review in the reading of that disastrous outing. Raja's statement after the game that it was difficult for the girls to prepare themselves and come back highlighted that rest days between games is very important and Velocity needs this most and a level playing field has to be ensured. The next point I'd like to talk about is the need for smarter scheduling. Given the T20 challenge that it has always been traditionally slotted during the IPL playoffs week to ensure that the interest in the former is piggybacked on by the women's competition, the BCCI opting for the same window this year for the T20 challenge was no surprise. But after several rounds of COVID tests, weeks of quarantine, arranging charter flights for players from as many as eight countries and creating a bio bubble, did it make sense to just have four games in the competition? 
Now, not exploring an alternative window for the T20 challenge, which could have allowed the participation of even top international stars competing in the Women's Big Bash League and denying at least four Indians the opportunity to feature in the Australian competition, showed lack of considered planning in the phase for BCCI. But then to assemble a 45-member playing contingent, including 12 international recruits, and not having the three teams square off against each other at least twice proved as an exercise in underutilizing resources. With no clarity yet on the expansion of the T20 challenge into a four-team affair or the birth of a women's IPL, perhaps there is merit in thinking about the length of the competition. The next point I'd like to talk about are the players from Bangladesh and Sri Lanka who certainly made an impact for their dreams. Sri Lankan batter Chamari Atapattu's 117 runs were the most by an individual at this year's league. Her compatriot and Supernova's teammate Siri Vardhane outfoxed Mandana in the final in a superlative display of wily offspin. Bangladesh's Salma Khatun, meanwhile, effectively sealed the finals for the champion's trailblazers with her spell of 3 for 18. Jahanara Alam, Khatun's teammate in the national side, demonstrated through the dismissal of set batters uh, Atapattu and Call in the tournament opener why, much like Atapattu's, her call up for a second straight T20 challenge was certainly a well deserved one. Siri Vardhani, Atapattu, and Khatun with Alam are seasoned campaigners with captaincy experience on the international circuit, but this quartet has outshone so many of the recognized internationals in the tournament mainly because of the individual talents that actually flourished in this robust women's cricket setup in their countries but still battled all the odds to prove themselves. Australia's women's record-breaking performances has reinforced how continued investment at the grassroots can sustain a sports team's distinction over a long period of time. In the COVID-19 era, though, it's not just the Australian team's efficacy alone that will determine how much wider the gulf between its women's and other countries grows. But the attitude of other boards, especially that of lower-ranked subcontinental sides like Sri Lanka, Bangladesh and Pakistan towards the female cricketers is deplorable. And the T20 challenge outings of Khatun, Atapattu, Sirivardhane and Alam were yet another reminder that better investment in women's cricket in the region could produce more world-class players. The last segment I'd like to talk about is the need for a full-fledged women's IPL. As reiterated by me, this has to happen as the quality of cricket we got to see in these four matches, the performances and the intent everything was right. This time the viewership was also great and with many experts raising the need for the same, why the delay in delivering? Female cricket needs a boost, as vital as IPL to grow and stand. Hence, the question cannot be about the readiness of female cricket. IPL is the need of the hour for women cricketers. Additionally, the success of Challenger trophies stands against all the adversaries who question the acceptance of women playing cricket in India. IPL for women should not be considered like another money-making league, rather it should provide a platform for players to grow into legends and take their game to the next level on par with their male counterparts. It also gives youngsters a very good chance to prove their merit and the value they can give to their team. Also, beyond the practical benefits of a high-quality competition, building bench strength, match awareness, big match potential, the IPL has been around for 13 years. 
to give the women a platform on the sidelines of the men's ipl with a similar level of interest is very fundamental in showcasing women's cricket as an entertaining and valuable product and as something that is worth investing attention and rupees in we can learn from the best as the women's big bash league has set the bar for monetary and emotional investment in women's cricket it has raised the bar every single year not by having one new team in new colors every year but they fostered an environment where an 86000 people and sponsors eventually invested enough to set records at the mcg so bcci if you're listening to this please ensure this happens and as rn cricket fans that's all we want to see but a clash with other league leagues can be avoided and we are primed and as fans we will wait for this league to happen for women an excellent investment for women's cricket in the form of this ipl is the need of the r i'd now like to draw curtains on this episode which served as a recap of the women's t20 challenge and in case you've missed out on these encounters please do check out my wordpress blog for exclusive match stuff on this i'd like to also take this opportunity to thank you all for ardently supporting my blog and the podcast it gives me the strength and zeal to keep working and delivering quality content to you all a heartfelt thank you do check out at the rate never on the back foot on instagram for the latest facts trivia quizzes terminology and a lot more the podcast is also available on apple podcasts google podcasts spotify anchor overcast and a lot of other platforms so please do spread the word also feel free to share your thoughts and suggestions for the already published episodes and recommendations for future topics do share this widely and your support is really appreciated See you next time. Stay safe and take care listeners. Bye for now.